Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. All right, Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance uh, live at the Seaport brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron, uh, jam-packed, we are coming off a really interesting Sunday. We had the good, we had the bad, and we most definitely had the ugly. I've spent a lot of time on that. I'll come back to it. Um, let me take a little break here because I'm not sure my voice will make it through another hour of yelling like that. Um, so we heard from the assembled members of the hashtag crew. I'm not happy. Nuno is even unhappier because it's just his nature. Bubba is very happy because his Cowboys are good. Hembo, I have not heard from you. The Eagles... My hot take today, one of my uh, five greeny takes today was the best thing you can say about a good team is when they win when they don't play well. Like, good teams find a way to win games when they did not play well. The Eagles did not play well yesterday. They still found a way to win. I consider that a very positive sign. What is your takeaway right now from your Eagles who sit at 9-1? and one? I actually saw it differently. I- a win is a win is a win in the NFL. And obviously the standings are what matters and the Eagles are now going to be up against Minnesota and Dallas and everyone else for that number one seed and getting it is crucial. But I walked away actually discouraged by what we saw specifically from the offense. Dallas Goddard is injured and is going to be out for an extended period of time. The Eagles managed 17 points across 12 drives in their first game without him. Yes, it's nice to have a bacon saver at quarterback that could run the ball for 49 yards in the fourth quarter to beat a decent Colts team that's at least playing with some energy. But when I watched the Eagles play yesterday and I watched the Cowboys play yesterday, there is no question right now who I would favor if that game were played on any field. You would favor the Cowboys? I would. So, so as much as you hate the Cowboys and you love the Eagles, you, just, you, you, you can't help but acknowledge that right now the Cowboys— It's such a week-to-week league. Would you have said that coming out of last weekend when the Cowboys lost at Green Bay? No, I would not. But so look, it's just we, one game. I mean, coll- one game changes everything. Yes, we're collecting data every week. You've talked eloquently about how the Cowboys looked in those five games without— Dak Prescott, right? Like, they came together under Cooper Rush, and they've sustained that. The Eagles' offense, this is, that's a major piece for them to be without. I'm not convinced that the Eagles are going to sort of run the table the way that I did two weeks ago, and that is injury, I think, is going to be a huge reason why. Well, we talked about the Cowboys have very winnable games coming up, right? They've got three, their next three games. They get, the, the Eagle game is Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's when that game is. Is it Christmas Eve Christmas or Christmas Eve night. Day? Christmas Eve night is when they play that. So, so, okay, good. So it's not up against me and the NBA. I, I, get, I get the chance to watch that. Okay, here's their schedule. Uh, their next, the Cowboys' next four games are Giants, Colts, Texans, Jaguars. They should absolutely win all four of those games and be 11-3 and three going into the game against the Eagles. Now, what will the Eagles, you, you probably know it in your head, who do the, the Eagles are 9-1, and one, right? Uh, the Eagles are, uh, yes. Uh, so who right. do they have, who are their next four games before they get the Cowboys? So here are the Eagles' uh, upcoming. So they host the Packers. Uh, that's not as easy as it sounds. On extra rest. Well, they, they, okay. They host the Titans. Are they going to lose one of those two games? I think so. At the Giants, at the Bears, okay. and then the Cowboys. 
I, I, if I had to bet on it right now, I would bet they're going to go two and two. I would not bet they're going to go three and one in those games. And I know our FPI likes them in all the games, but I tell you what, the Titans feels like a very losable game. Derrick Henry against that run defense. Now they, they've signed a bunch of guys, right? They signed Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue. They Do signed I have both, that right? Yes, they've recognized that the run defense is a big issue. But this is why I'm pivoting to Dallas right now against my better judgment. It's because our numbers, our model, our analytics view Dallas is likeliest path to be the number five seed in the NFC. They think the Eagles are going to still secure the one seed and Dallas is going to be the five. But even so, having to run the table as a wild card team, FPI says the Cowboys are the likeliest team to come out of the NFC. Even so, that's incredible to me. They're saying that the Cowboys are likelier to come out as the five seed than the Eagles are to come out as the one seed. So what, does that, what is that based on? Just, just, they think they're that much better. They think they're that much better. All these things get baked into the cake. The fact that they have to win an extra game. Forget about where the games are played. Mm-hmm. Forget about home field advantage. Mm-hmm. The simple fact that to get to the Super Bowl, the Eagles will only have to win two games and the Cowboys will have to win three. And even so. That's a monumental difference in percentage chance, right? right? The one seed is banking a playoff win. And even so... We have the Cowboys with a 40, 40, uh, 44% chance to win the NFC and the Eagles with a 25% chance to win are they, the NFC. Are they second? Yes, they're second. Who's third? San, San Francisco? San Francisco. And then Minnesota? And then Minnesota. And then we get to Tampa? Tampa. Yeah. So, so, Seattle, so, et I mean, weird things can happen. Like, like really weird things happen. And, and if there's one thing I've learned, and I'm, I'm very bad at remembering it, but every now and again I remind myself of stuff. In the NFL, it starts now. Thanksgiving is when you really start figuring out who's what. And yes, at this precise moment, the Cowboys are trending up. The Eagles are trending down. I think San Francisco obliterates Arizona tonight. They're trending up. Brady and the Bucks coming off a bye. They're trending up. Giants trending down. Giants were just never that good to begin with. They've been doing it with smoke and mirrors and really good coaching. They've had a, they've had a season that is a success no matter what happens. Um, and we'll see. Just hope Saquon doesn't get hurt. I hope that kid gets a contract and, and makes some money this offseason, whether it's here or otherwise. But, but, but those are the playoff teams in the NFC. The AFC is a crapshoot. I mean, literally anything could happen. But our analytics likes Kansas City, right? Our analytics likes Kansas City and then obviously Buffalo. Those are the top two. So Kansas City, Dallas right now is the FPI favorite to be the Super Bowl. The Ravens haven't even played yet. Like, the Ravens have the easiest remaining schedule of anybody. I don't feel like they've played their A game at all. Now, that's one of two things. Either either A, yes, they have, and they're just not that good. Or B, they have another level they can kick it into, and they become a team to keep an eye on. Because I'm not sure how many other teams in the AFC, this Kansas City-Buffalo, I get it. The two big, Miami, but I've said it before and I'll say it again. I feel like Miami needs the games to come to their building. I don't like Miami in the snow and the cold. I don't like Miami in Buffalo. I don't like Miami in Kansas City. I don't like them in Cincinnati where they could also wind up, and that's the team we're not talking about. Cincinnati, when they get Jamar Chase back, that quarterback is freaking nails. Joe Burrow is good. Yeah, I mean, and, and I know I'm not breaking any new ground here. He did not get off to a good start this season because he had the – was it a spleen or an appendix? What did he have? I'm always getting that he wrong. He had the appendectomy. In an appendectomy, he missed like all of training camp and the preseason and all the rest of that. And he comes out and he's not playing great. And everyone's like, oh, Joe Burrow was a flash in the pan. Hell to the no, he was not. Joe Burrow is great. I would put Cincinnati in the discussion. If you're looking at the teams you could see coming out of the AFC, I do, I do not put Tennessee in it. I do not. 
a team with Ryan Tannehill as their quarterback is going to have to. I'm going to have to see that before I believe it's going to happen. So I would put Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo, not in that order. Kansas City, Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore, Cincinnati. So those are five teams that you could see a path getting out. Yeah. Okay. Are there more or less than five teams in the NFC then for you? Dallas, Philly. I mean, are we giving up on Minnesota? Like they just beat Buffalo on the road a week ago. And now because they get schmacked. I know their 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 point differential this season is minus two. They're eight and two, and they've been outscored. It's impossible to believe. Um, well, San Francisco. Am I going to sit here right now and say there's no conceivable chance Minnesota makes the Super Bowl? I can't. Say You're not that. saying that. I, can I say that? Do I like Tampa better than I like Minnesota think, because of Brady? Do you think Minnesota can win three playoff games consecutively with Kirk Cousins as their quarterback? No, I don't. Neither do I. Okay, Dallas, Philly, San Francisco. Is that it? Tampa? Can we see Tom Brady doing this? Like, would this be the greatest rabbit he's ever pulled out of a hat in his entire life? It would be, but this is to reinforce your point how the, the one seed is so incredibly important. The difference for Dallas is you're hosting, you're, like you're, you get the bye, it comes through you, or you're going on the road to play Tampa in the first round of the playoffs and you get Brady. Right. But either way, Tampa's not getting that. Tampa's not going to be the one seed no, no matter what No, the thing is Tampa would be the fourth seed. No, but I'm trying to figure out their path. Is what I'm saying. I'm trying to figure out, can Brady go on the road? Now, he would start at home. Right. If he gets Dallas, he's done. I think Dallas beats them. If he gets, here, here's, here's how this thing works out great for them. The Giants. Right. <laughs> the Giants or the Commanders are going to make the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. One of those two teams is going to make it as a wild card. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? No. The math says one of them has to. That's who you want. You're lining up to play that team. Um, and, and unless, like, Atlanta sneaks in. Like, there are a bad team. Okay, I'm just going to say this. A bad team is going to be in the playoffs from the NFC. A team that isn't going to beat anybody. And Brady could get that game to start. But he's, they're almost certainly, unless they go on some kind of run that we don't see, going to be the four seed, which means they're going to get probably Dallas or Philly. Well, they're only one game behind the right now the leader of the NFC West. You like Tampa, or, and they beat Seattle. Right. So we'll see. Now, I think San Francisco is going to get hot. I know we're trying to figure things out sitting here. But so, so what's your answer in the NFC? Is it three teams or is it four teams? You putting Tampa in? Or yeah, you, putting I'm putting Tampa, Tampa in. in. Yeah. So right now you're saying there are nine teams that you could see a path for reaching the Super Bowl. Five from the AFC, four from the NFC. Yes. I like it. I, I think that feels right as we head into Thanksgiving with one game tonight. And look, watch San Francisco lose this game tonight <laughs> to, the, the, to the Kyler Murrays and, and see if we all of a sudden – change our minds. All right, I got new notes, uh, notes to get to. We got time for your hot takes, and I will, um, I will have to once again address, for those of you just joining us, the absolute unmitigated disaster that was yesterday. We'll do it as we roll on. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. Temper's running a little high in this room, and I'm a big part of that. Brandon has me aggravated now. Hembo has me aggravated now. Nuno has me aggravated. Literally everyone has aggravated me with the things they said to me during that commercial break. I can't count the number of things that have been said to me that are wrong. Bubba, you're the only one who has stayed on the right side wrong. of Greeny so oh, far Oh, maybe today. it's you, Zach Wilson. I, 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 I'm, I'm not taking any of the responsibility on myself. I blame Nuno. I, I, I don't feel like I've let anybody down. I, I think Nuno has had a questionable day. I think Hembo has had a questionable day. Brandon doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, l- let's analyze the four things that were said to me during that break. Okay? One, I brought up Brandon, who's the biggest Jet fan I know. He lives and dies with it the way I do. Said to me, and I quote, maybe we can get Gardner Minshew. He brought up Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew? Get the hell out of here. What are you talking about? This is a championship caliber team. Gardner Minshew, my God. Uh, so that's what he said. Then Hembo says, this is going to end badly for Zach Wilson. Kind of like Ben Simmons. He's got a, the situation reminds me of Ben Simmons. How many years was Ben Simmons in the All-Star game? Zach Wilson hasn't played a good game. One. Zach will the Jets right now, Joe Flacco has thrown more touchdowns this year than he has. He hasn't been active since September 18th. He has more touchdown passes than this kid does. This kid has had everything handed to him on a silver platter. He just turns his nose up at all of it because he obviously has everything wrong upstairs and he's playing terribly. And you're saying, well, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons was great for the Sixers. Great. And then Nuno says, you know, what I took out of that game yesterday was the Patriots don't have their quarterback either. What game did you watch? (laughs) Mac Jones. The knock on him is he's not supposed to have an arm. He was out there. He was under freaking fire from the second that game started. The Jets, I look up the stats. What they have, 71 sacks? They sacked the quarterback on every other play in that game. And still, in a windstorm, it wasn't the kid who's supposed to have a cannon for an arm, the rope, Zach John, uh, Wilson, who was throwing the ball around. It was Mac Jones, who's supposed to have a Peter shooter for an arm. He played well, I thought, yesterday. So what the hell is Nuno talking about? If you went back and drafted that class all over again right now, I'm not sure Mac Jones wouldn't go second. Justin Fields would be a, 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 an absolute lock to be first. You would take Fields. Then I think you take Mac. Show me what Trevor Lawrence has done that is better than, him, than, 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 than what Mac Jones has done. All he did was take a team to the playoffs last year, played well yesterday. I know they haven't beaten anybody good this year. That team isn't very good. The Jets have way better offensive talent than the Patriots do. They just have a great coach and a much better quarterback who came into the NFL ready to play. 
So I don't know. Between Gardner Minshew and, and – uh, uh, no, don't look at me that way, Brandon. Gardner Minshew, get the hell out of here. I, I can't even have you in the room. You're giving me Gardner Minshew. And then I said, how about Jimmy Garoppolo? Oh, yeah, I'll take him too. Two? You're bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo and Gardner Minshew. It sounds like the beginning of a joke. Jimmy Garoppolo, Gardner Minshew, and Zach Wilson walk into a bar, right? That's what it sounds like. That would be a funny joke when you consider the personalities of the three of them. And Wilson's the only one that would have to show his ID. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. So I'm just surrounded by lunacy. Bubba, I mean, say something normal so I can <laughs> respond to it. Michael Parsons, pretty good game. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I have turned now to Bubba. To restore sanity on this program, that is when you know you have absolutely hit rock bottom. By the way, can you remind me, because you covered the draft this year, the year that all those quarterbacks went out. That was two, yeah, last year, mm-hmm. yeah. Didn't the Jets turn down some kind of godfather offer from the San Francisco 49ers for that second pick for Zach Wilson? Do I have that right? The assumption is yes. So, so while the details of it, to my, the best of my recollection, were never given specifically, A... Robert Sala, who was at that time the brand-new head coach of the New York Jets, had just come from San Francisco. So obviously there are all kinds of relationships, and they're not bad relationships. Everything we believe is that, they're, that, that he, you know, he left there on good terms, et cetera. They would have been happy to make a deal. B, can you go back over what San Francisco traded up to three? To, what did they give up to get to three? It was three ones. Three ones. It was three ones. So there is no logic that suggests they wouldn't have gone three ones to get up to number two and assure themselves of whichever quarterback it is they wanted to be sure they got. Now, the rumor was the one they wanted was Zach. Mm-hmm. Certainly, if you listen to Steve Young talk at the time, he was saying that the guy they really wanted was Zach Wilson. But no, the Jets had fallen in love. I believe that may have been a smokescreen. I think John Lynch was trying to talk the Jets into drafting Zach Wilson so they could get the guy they really wanted, which I will go to my grave believing was Mac Jones. I actually think Shanahan wanted Mac Jones, and somehow he let himself get talked into Trey Lance, and I have no idea what's going to happen with him because I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl this year with Jimmy freaking Garoppolo. So that's what I think is going to happen. So well, I forget already why you asked me this question. What did you ask me that I started talking about? This? I asked you about the Jets deciding not oh, to yes. trade off that pick. They chose not. They couldn't because a. I was the one arguing: take the trade, take the trade, take the trade. Mm-hmm. Stick with Darnold. Stick with Darnold. Stick with Darnold. Even if I, if we wanted to ex- accept that maybe I was wrong about Darnold, which I'm still not willing to fully give up, by the way. But let's even say I was wrong. You could have made a million other quarterback moves, and you would have all these draft picks now. The counter-argument to that is they have all the picks, and they're all great. They have a ton of rookies. The one thing this team is not missing is really good rookies. They have a ton of them, and the best one of them is unfortunately hurting out for the year now in Brees Hall, and they got Sauce Gardner, and they got Garrett Wilson, who's disgusted because he knows what good quarterback play looks like because C.J. Stroud was his quarterback at Ohio State, and he was 100 times better than Zach Wilson has been in any game this year. So we have that. And Justin Fields, right? Justin Fields was his quarterback at the beginning. Yeah, did he, did he, he would have played with Fields yeah, too, right? At least one year overlap for he, sure. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> you want to have an argument about Justin Fields versus C.J. Stroud, you can have it. Because Stroud, uh, he didn't play great this past week, but whatever. They, they, he's he's going to be the number one pick. Yeah. Although it, I, I think I, the Heisman. Did I see Mel or, or, or Todd, one of them flopped the order and now has Bryce Young won. I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The point of it is C.J. Stroud is in that conversation. But Zach Wilson was the second pick in the draft, right? It, is worth, it, it cannot be stated enough times. And 
If that winds up being – so the person who pulled the trigger on that, the person who turned down all those draft picks and everything else and has gotten so many other things right is the general manager of the Jets, and he's going to have to be the one who's willing to say, I was wrong. And the question is, will he be able to stand up in front of the media and say what Zach Wilson wouldn't do yesterday, which was, this is on me, but for the betterment of the football team, we need to move on. Is the time now for you? Is the time no. right now? No. It's be- not. No. Because you don't have an option that wins you a- – if if, if – <laughs> Brandon, if Gardner Minshew was on this team, then maybe you go to Minshew. If Jimmy Garoppolo was on this team, I would definitely go to him. You cannot give the ball to Mike White or to. I would rather give the ball to Flacco, to be honest with you. I mean, at least he knows what how to play quarterback in the NFL. We're talking about Mike White. What about Mike White? What are we talking about? Any quarterback aside from Zach Wilson would have won the game yesterday. Anyone? No, I don't. I mean, I, I don't. I don't. He had minus 21 yards in the second half. Yes. You, here's what I will grant you. No one could have played worse. I mean, if, if you want to make the argument you couldn't be worse, then that, that I would agree if with. If you spiked the ball every time, you would have had a much higher passer rating. That's a, a terrible statistic. Is that actually true? Like yeah. if, it, if, oh, yeah. he had incom- if, if every single pass he threw was incomplete, he would have a higher passer rating than he had yesterday? Yes. Well, that's really bad. That's, he was historically bad. He had, he, was, he had 33 sack yards and 12 passing yards in the second half. That's not good. No, I, look, I understand that. But I was defending him. I'm on the one, the idiot on Twitter and on my texts, all right? I got 9,000. If I showed you my, if I showed Zach Wilson my text right now, he'd oh. retire. Oh. He, he would, you want to talk about a kid who has all the confidence in the world? This would shatter his confidence. And I'm fighting back. And all my Jet fan friends, no, give the kid a chance. Belichick does that to people. Windy day. We got to give the kid another chance. And then, boom, he gets up there and says, it wasn't me. I don't feel bad. I'm not sure who lost us that game, but it damn has sure wasn't me. And then I said, that's it. It's it. Because it's one thing to play bad, and it's another thing not to get it. And the most important thing that a quarterback can do is get it. You have to get everything. If you're going to be a great quarterback, you've got to be a great pro. Mark Schlereth used to say to me all the time, just because you get paid doesn't make you a professional. You've got to be a great pro. And that's what he wasn't yesterday. That was an amateur handling of a situation that required a professional. So I am much more upset about what happened after the game than I am what happened during it. All right. I need to rest my voice. Let's open up the lines here. Uh, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. This should be a spirited edition of Hot Takes. Your hottest takes coming out of yesterday in the NFL, 888-729-3776. Your calls are next on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio. Quickly, before I get to the calls, we talked about the Lions earlier, and I mentioned Jamison Williams, the receiver they traded up to take, um, who was like Tyreek Hill-esque. And then I just saw, Shefty just posted that they, I'm not sure if they've activated him, but he can start practicing this week. Is that right? He's going to return to practice, and maybe he plays this year, maybe he doesn't. It, It may actually be in their best interest not to play him unless they play Buffalo Sunday. I mean, excuse me, Thursday, right? So I guess they could win that game. If they win that game, then, yeah, you got to try and make a playoff run. I, I have a feeling they won't win that game. One way or another, my point, I, I, remain, I remain steadfast in my point. Next year, the Packers are going to be last in the NFC North. The Vikings have already greatly surpassed them. The Bears are ready to vault past them. And the Lions might actually be the best of the bunch. They're doing this right now with Jared Goff as their quarterback. They should be able to upgrade there. Without Jamison Williams, who was the best receiver in the draft last year, they have, they're right now they're scheduled to have the sixth pick, which is the Rams, and the 13th pick, which is their own. Yeah. They, they could get this thing together. They just got to put together a representative defense. They would be in the playoffs right now. Now look at the number of three-point games they've lost this year. Super high-scoring games. Their defense was just historically bad. So they are, the Lions are a good story. Uh, meanwhile, let's hear your story. It's time for you to be a part of Greeny Nation. The Dr. Pepper call-in line is at 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one that fans deserve. Bubba, who's first up? We'll start with David. David, you're on ESPN Radio. Give me a hot take, David. What's going on, Greeny? You tell me. Um, I'm about to tell you, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm the last of the crew saying it. My brother, my friends, everybody. They used to say either it's LaFleur or it's that. And you know what? It's not LaFleur. I'm sorry. I'm done. It's time. Yeah, I, I mean. Appreciate it, Greeny. David, thank you. I, of that, there is no question. Of, of the fact that it is the kid, there's no question. Of whether it's time to make the change, that's the question. For all the yelling and screaming I've done this morning, I actually do not think so. I think you've got to ride this horse. You've you got to see what happens because you can't go into this offseason not knowing. You can't go into next year when the Jets very well could have a championship-caliber roster saying, well, is Zach Wilson going to be my quarterback or is it going to be someone else? You've got to make a definitive choice. Either yes, it's him, or no. You don't go out and get, I, I don't mean to keep harping on this, you don't go get Gardner Minshew. You don't get someone to compete with him. You get someone to be your starting quarterback. If somehow Derek Carr shakes loose, get him. If Jimmy Garoppolo is the option, that wouldn't be my first choice, but I'll take it. Go out and get a quarterback. That's what they would need to do. Greeny on ESPN Radio, who's next? Let's go to Kathy. Kathy, you're on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Is this the Kath- is this Kathy Leo Grande? Yes, it is. Hi, Kathy. And so, Ellie gave me per- Go ahead, Kathy. Ellie I, gave I, me per- 
I want to tell everybody who you are, Kathy. Hold on. I I just want to set the stage. Kathy is a crazy fan who used to uh, of the Jets who used to bring her young daughter, Allie, to Mike to a Mike Mike signing. Right? She came to a Mike and Mike show once years and years ago, and I've seen the picture. Allie is now the producer of Get Up. So I I know I know uh, Kathy and Allie awfully well. Kathy, go ahead. That's the table set. Go. Um, Allie did give me permission to call today, so (laughs) I want to thank you for yelling all morning because that's how everybody that's a Jets fan feels. We are so tired. I'm 68 years old. I took Allie to her first game at six months old. I'm afraid to take my granddaughter. I'm embarrassed (laughs) of what she might see. And there's a retired state trooper who's getting, it was on his bucket list to go to a Jets game. He's got my Bears ticket. He might have a heart attack in the stand. We're talking inches when we talk about Zach Wilson. I think we got to cut. I, I, I don't know. It's like we're at the doctor's office. Do we cut the leg off to save the defense or do we just ride it out? I'm not sure. Are but you cutting the leg yes. off? Kathy, has the time come yet to cut the leg off? Or are you still hopeful it might recover? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I stuck with Kenny O'Brien. I stuck with Sam Darnold. I love me my Mark Sanchez. I don't know. I don't know. Kathy, we love you. Thank you very much. Hang in there. That's Kathy Leo Grande, the best fan I know. Her granddaughter, Allie, just had a baby, right? The grand- How old is the baby? Like six months old? She was born on Super Bowl Monday. The that, that's the- right. That's correct. She was born. You're exactly right. Well, she was born in February of this year. She's nine months old. Um, God help us. Uh, who is next, Bubba? We're going to go to Jay in Brooklyn. You know, Jay, as, as Jay joins us here on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, I, I have been a professional broadcaster for 30 years. I've never worried about myself cursing. Uh, never. I, I, I don't curse in real life practically ever because I have worked so hard. People make fun of me because I'm on the, go- on the golf course and I had a bad shot and I'll go, gosh, darn it. But I've just trained myself. Today, I've almost said a word that is two syllables of which the first one is bull and the second one, I think you can guess what it is. It rhymes with fit. I've almost said it like six times. I, the show, I, I need to get out of, off the air today while I still have a license. All right, go. Who would you say the caller was? I'm sorry. Jay in Jay, Brooklyn. Jay, go. You're on the hotline. Help me out here, Jay. Go. All right. I'm sorry that you're so frustrated today, Greeny, but uh, hopefully you, you go with my hot take. Go. Um, Dak, we trust. Uh, Dak is 3-1 and one in the NFC North. And that's something not to be uh, frowned upon, especially when everyone has put this guy not in their top ten or not in their top five. And uh, with that record, besides the, uh, the mishaps of last week, I would put that as my top five quarterback and in the future to come. And that's what I got for you, Greeny. Hopefully that put a smile on your face. Hopefully you ain't cursing no more. No, I like it, Jay. Thank you for the call. So so I right now would not have Dak in the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, but I appreciate the heat of the take. Here's what I will say, though. Before the season began, I was on the Eagles bandwagon, and I said all along the one thing the Cowboys have over them is the quarterback position. Now, I did not expect two things to happen. One, Jalen Hurts to play as well as he has. He hasn't just improved. He has come a mile. The other is I didn't expect the Cowboys' defense to be this good. I knew they'd be better. I didn't think they'd be this good. So the question is, who has the better quarterback? Right now, in a playoff game, who do you trust? 
Jalen Hurts or Dak? What's the answer? I, I trust Jalen Hurts more than Dak because of the infrastructure around him. But what does that mean? I think there's more talent around Jalen Hurts than, than Dak Prescott. He's got a better offensive line. I think when everyone's healthy, he's got better weapons. I don't think Dak's, like Dak's experience in the playoffs is pretty good, but I, I'll still favor Jalen Hurts. But, the, but the, the entire package of these two teams, Dallas has the number one defense in the league. They've never had that in their history. And since that came back a month ago, the Cowboys have the number one offense in the NFL. Now, they scored more that. points than any team in the league last year with Dak Prescott. Right, Dak Prescott does get short shrift. When you wear the star on your helmet, people are going to overstate the good days and the bad. And, and so I, I'm, I'm trying not to overstate how good he is this minute because he played so well yesterday. He's not one of the five best quarterbacks in the league, but he is one of the ten. And in a big spot at this moment, I still trust him more than Jalen Hurts. That is not a statement about Hurts as much as it is about Dak. Dak has been there and Hurts has not. Now, Hurts has played big games, right? He's played national championship games and SEC. If, if you were the quarterback of Alabama, then you have been through big games and you know what they feel like. But I still will, until proven otherwise, I will still take Dak. Bubba, real quickly, as a Cowboy fan, you have more faith in, in, in a big game. If you're playing the Eagles in a playoff game this year, who has the quarterback advantage? Dak. I mean, that was, it was a very definitive answer. For sure, but... Again, like we're boiling everything into the pot. This Cowboys defense is on pace to have the second most sacks in NFL history. Only the '84 Bears had more than the Packers are on pace. Excuse me, than the Cowboys are on pace to have. 16 game season, of course. But this has a chance to be an historically good defense. If you're getting fringe top 10 quarterback play, you by you know default have a chance to win a championship. All right, Greeny here as you continue with your hot takes on ESPN Radio. Uh, Bubba, who's next? Let's go to Jim. Jim, you're on with us here. Jim, give me a hot take. Go. The influx of Christmas cards going to Zach Wilson and the Jets from right across the hall from the New York football Giants is going to be astounding. Could you imagine how they would be getting crucified today for that abysmal performance? What an awful day for the Giants. It's at 12.58, Greeny, I thought I'm going to pick up a game on the Cowboys, put a thumping on the Lions, 8-2, and two, things are good. I... They would be getting destroyed if not for, and we thank you for the Jets' performance yesterday. Jim, let me ask you a question. Don't don't hang up on him yet, Bubs. Uh, Jim, have they not already banked good sentiment from you? Like I get yesterday is frustrating, but are were you that down? I get that yesterday is a frustrating day, but are you that down on them right now when you step back and in the big picture realize you're seven and three with the talent that you have? exactly what my 15-year-old son said to me at the end of the game yesterday, which he, of course, watched every every snap no matter what. Mm-hmm. He said, Dad, if you told me we were 7-3 and three after 10 games, I'd be skipping hoops right now. I said, I get it. but we And not only that, Greeny, we just lost to his grandfather's Lions. <laughs> like, that's a bad – to get that catch at the end of that at 4 o'clock yesterday just was the last salt to my dad. Thank you. That's well done, Jim. I appreciate the hot take. I love them. They're coming in hot today. Bubba, who's next? We're going to go to Donovan. Donovan, you're on ESPN Radio. Give us a hot take, Donovan. Go. Hey, Greeny. Hey, man. My Raiders are going to the playoffs, bro. I know how that sounds, man, but I've seen the potential of this team to get the Chiefs on Monday night, and we were still making mental mistakes. And what I seen yesterday against the number one defense, team effort, man. Defensive player of the year, Matt Crosby. That Derek Carr, Devontae Adams connection is real, bro. If we adapt to the regime and the regime lets the players play their game, we can make the playoffs, man. The next four games are very winnable, man. And it comes down to the Steelers, the uh, Chiefs, and the 49ers, bro. 
I don't know if it's going to be not made at 10 and 7, but we are going to be in the playoffs, man. Oh, yeah, Derek Carr, 8 and 2 overtime, man. Best record ever. That's better than Brady, man. My man's better than the GOAT, man. That's all I got, man. I like to take, Donovan. I don't buy it. I mean, but I like it. Do I believe they're going to win all these games? Look, the Raiders have lost ridiculous games all year long. Look at the – I'm going to read you the final scores – of the games the Raiders have lost. Every game, the final score, I'm about to tell you, they lost this game. 24 19, 29-23, 24-22, 30-29, 27-20, 25-20. They had one blowout in there uh, against the Saints, which was sort of a complete implosion. But they've lost all. If one or two of those go the other way, then we're having a different conversation. Would I be ready to give up on the on the Raiders in the big picture? No. Do I think they have it in them, Donovan, to make a playoff run this year? That would be shocking, I mean, beyond shocking. Yeah, they, they lost their chance to make the playoffs when they blew three 17-point leads in the first half of the season. You just can't come back from that. Yeah. You just I, can't. I, I, and there's still a lot of questions about the coach. Um, and we'll see what they come back as answers. All right, let's do one more. Go ahead, Bobby, you got one more? Yeah, we'll go to Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. You're on ESPN Radio. Give us a hot take. Hey, Granny, my hot take is a tweet very similar to Ryan Clark. Field goals are only good when you don't have to settle for them. And when you settle for them, they bite you in the booty. And the Colts got bit yesterday. That's why I think the Eagles escaping and how well the Cowboys played yesterday is why the Cowboys lead and they're the number one team in the NFC. Yeah, I, I, it broke my heart. He's talking about the Colts, right? So, you know, I'm, let's lose the music on that. You know how hard I'm rooting for Jeff. I, I love Jeff. And... Uh, did you have any mixed emotions, by the way, rooting for the Eagles yesterday? No. Once okay. I saw that midnight green against Jeff Saturday, I hated that okay, guy. Okay, fair enough. Truly. I mean, I, I love Jeff. And um, I'm obviously watching the Jet game, and I got the red zone on. But I, I, at one point, I look at the phone, and the the, the, Cal- the um, excuse me, the Eagles score, they make it 13-10. And I say to myself, they're not going to win this game 13-10. Uh, it, the Colts are going to have to score. They're going to have to find a way to score. And when I saw it go up on my phone, 16-10, my first thought was that is a guaranteed 17-16 loss. Uh, if you go back over the course of NFL history, I'm telling you right now, no team has ever had a three-point lead, kicked a field goal, and held it. Never in the entire history of the sport. Uh, it has never once happened. I don't care how good they are and how bad the other team was. If you're up three, Late in the fourth quarter, and you kick a field goal, you're going to lose. And that is exactly what happened. And they had their chances. They had a fourth down play where they could have stopped Hurts. He winds up taking it in on a third down play that Danny did a really good job of diagramming on Get Up this morning. I'm rooting for Jeff. Of that, there is no question. All right, we got one game left. It's tonight, it's in Mexico. Hashtag KOD. The kiss of death. Monday night, we got 49ers Cardinals uh, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive's 10th Keys to Progress giveaway for veterans. This year, uh, their goal is to give a vehicle to a recipient, small business, or nonprofit in every state. See more about their annual giveaway at keystoprogress.com. Did I see eight points tonight? It's up to 10. The Niners are a 10-point favorite in Mexico, and right now the public is split. That's a big enough number. The public is split. Uh, I, I think I said earlier, Kyler Murray, is he playing tonight? I may have that wrong. It's Colt McCoy It's again? Colt McCoy. Okay, yeah, so I, I just, without thinking about it, just sort of sh- blurted that out, but it won't be Murray who continues to be hurt. No one takes the Cardinals seriously. If they win tonight, they're right in the playoff chase. But I am one of those who is buying in a big way into the 49ers. The only question is, do I bet against my gut feeling? My gut feeling is the 49ers win and cover. Do I go, you know, the, the, the traditional greeny opposite? If every instinct you have is wrong, then the opposite would have to be right. What do you think? 
Do I do I go the opposite for this pick? For sure. Okay, then I'll take the Cardinals. I'll take the Cardinals plus the 10 is my official KOD pick because I don't think they have any chance in the world. How'd I do last week, by the way, Bubba? How were my picks, my three picks? Two and one. Okay, nice. did it again. Is he still in first place? The opposite no. is so good. Nope. Ooh. Because whoever was tied with me went 3-0? and Yeah, Freddie and Fitzsimmons, they went 3-0 and this oh, weekend. Wow. i got to get those guys. All right, well, whatever. The power of the KOD will wind up working for me. Anyway, to sort of finish it today, every now and again, it is nice to use this program as therapy. I got a lot of my emotions out today. It really is remarkable. I wrote in a book 16 years. I actually wrote this like 18 years ago. The book came out 16 years ago. That the best thing about being a sports fan is that there's nothing in the world better than investing everything into something that means absolutely nothing. That, my friends, is how I feel today. I had an awful day yesterday. I'm going to have an awful day the rest of today. I have nothing to do. I got the rest of the day to myself. My wife, my dog, and my kids are all in Chicago for Thanksgiving. I will meet them there on Thursday. I have no responsibilities, and yet my day is going to suck suck because I'm just going to be in a bad mood and nothing is going to change it and that is on some level the worst thing but in all the really important ways by far the best thing about being a sports fan hopefully tomorrow will be better we'll see you then on ESPN radio thanks for listening to Greeny the podcast you can listen live each weekday morning at 10 eastern on ESPN radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.